Significant Women. Alberno Inferno Free Radio highlights significant women as part of a series brought to you by Alberno College in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, a liberal arts college dedicated to the personal and professional development of women. She was an early aviation pioneer. In World War II, she went on to become the director of the Women's Air Force Service Pilots Program. And she was a beautician. Jackie Cochran, a woman of significance and proof that women can be anything they want to be, only limited by the power of their own dreams. Jacqueline Cochran was born in 1906 near the sawdust roads, cotton fields, and small sawmill town of Defuniac Springs in West Florida. She grew up in poverty, never owning a pair of shoes until she was nine. Her poverty and lack of education did not deter her. She went from being a barefoot girl who stole chickens to help feed her family to a decorated pilot who dined with kings, queens, presidents, and premiers. Young Jackie Cochran's first job was sweeping the floor and being a shampoo girl in a beauty parlor. But the word can't was not in her vocabulary. She loved the sight of an airplane and believed that one day she would fly. She read, she listened, she asked questions, and she never took no for an answer. She believed in hard work, persistence, and God, and not necessarily in that order. In 1932, she earned her pilot's license, and in 1934, she entered her first air race. She became best friends with aviatrix Amelia Earhart, and by 1935, she had entered her first Bendix air race and owned a multi-million dollar cosmetics manufacturing company. Jackie Cochran married Floyd Bodswick Odlum in Kingman, Arizona on May 11, 1936. In 1937, she won first place in the women's division of the Bendix and was the first woman to make a blind landing. She was awarded her first of 15 Clifford Burke Harmon International Trophies of the International League of Aviators as the outstanding woman flyer in the world. In 1938, she took first place in the Bendix Transcontinental and received the General Wiley E. Mitchell Memorial Award as the person making the greatest contribution to aviation that year. In 1939, as Hitler's Nazi troops were marching across Europe, Jackie Cochran began to consider the possibility of America becoming involved in the war and the possible future need for women to assist in help flying America's military aircraft. She conferred with Eleanor Roosevelt and, at her suggestion, approached General Hap Arnold with her plans for using women pilots if they were ever needed. He rejected her plans. In April of 1940, Cochran broke the 2,000-kilometer international speed record and the 100-kilometer national record. She won the Minneapolis Air Classic Award as the Outstanding Woman Pilot and received her third of four trophies from the Woman's NAA as the Outstanding Woman Pilot for 38, 39, 40, and then 41. She established a woman's national altitude record and broke the international open class speed record for men and women. She won the Magog Begorium Award and the American Legion Award. From 1941 to 1943, Jackie Cochran was the president of the 99s, an organization of women aviators founded in 1929. In 1941, General Hap Arnold asked her to go to England to study the program of women pilots flying with the Royal Air Force. 
In June of 1941, she became the first woman to pilot a bomber across the North Atlantic. By the spring of 1942, there was a severe shortage of male pilots. General Hap Arnold asked Cochran to return to the United States and put her plans to train women pilots to fly America's military aircraft into operation. On September 11, 1942, she was appointed director of the Women's Flying Training for the United States. The first class of women pilots reported for training at the Houston Municipal Airport on November 11, 1942. Three months later, the program moved to Avenger Field in Sweetwater, Texas. The experimental flying training program was successful, and in July 1943, Cochran was appointed to the General Staff of the U.S. Army Air Forces to direct all phases of the Women Air Force Service Pilots WASP program at 120 air bases all over America. Cochran was soon thrilled at the success of her experiment. Her female pilots were no longer just ferrying planes around the states. Some were training B-17 turret gunners, others were working as test pilots at repair depots. Some were training staff pilots at navigator schools, and yet others were tow target pilots. In January 1944, the War Department announced that the Army Air Force's fatal and non-fatal accident rates were lower than the men's. In March, Cochran presented a report to the WASP achievement to General Hap Arnold. She hoped that it would help convince Congress to bring the WASP formally into the Army Air Forces. Cochran's hopes were dashed by the end of the year. Not only had Congress voted against admitting WASPs into the military, but the program had been deactivated. As the war progressed, fewer men were required for combat missions. Also, male pilots conducted an extremely effective campaign against the WASP, arguing that the women weren't needed. On December 20, 1944, the women pilots were flown home. After the war, Jackie Cochran continued to participate in air races and to establish new transcontinental and international records. In 1953, she became the first woman to exceed the sound barrier. She still holds more international speed, distance, and altitude records than any other pilot, male or female. In 1971, Jackie was enshrined at the Aviation Hall of Fame in Dayton, Ohio, the first woman to be so honored. On August 9, 1980, Jackie Cochran died at her home in Indio, California. Memorial services were held at the U.S. Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Jackie Cochran went higher and faster into the frontiers of aviation than any woman before, breaking through the glass ceiling and the sound barrier, from rags to riches, blazing a trail for other heroic women to follow. She was truly one of a kind. What drove her? What made her special? There's no simple recipe for success, but she did leave a message for the next generation. If you will open up your power plants of vitality and energy, clean up your spark plugs of ambition and desires, and pour in the fuel of work, you will be likely to go places and do things. This article was contributed by Wasp Deneen Bishop Parish to the Wasp Museum and by the American Experience, Fly Girls, by PBS. This has been Women of Significance, a production of AIFR, Alverno Inferno Free Radio.